Chic. Hello, hello. Chic NYC. The last and just like that recap. Are you sad? I'm sad. I'm also hungover. I'm reporting live horizontally from my bed. And that just shows what an amazing job um, everyone who showed up to the viewing party last night did and getting me wasted. Not that anyone had to work hard. Don't give me $10 Cosmos and expect me to not, you know, get the most out of a bargain. That's my, my main drive. Thank you so much to everyone who came. It was such a blast, and I was absolutely thrilled to meet some of you. It means the world to me. Thank you for coming. I had a great time. I thought it was really fun. The viewing was... It's just fun to to go off with people. You know, it's it's a blast. I'm, they, like, want to do it every week if there's a second season. So, okay. Um, yeah, just thank you for coming. It was such a good time. If you live in New York, don't live in New York, whatever, if you're here, check out O'Neill's. It's an amazing spot. It's like kind of, it's like neighborhood bar, pub, but like, you know, a little bit chic and like, you know, a little more than it's definitely not a dive. I'll say that, but it's cozy. And it is the bar that they use to film Scout. It is Scout. And I was talking to Mr. O'Neill last night. He's, you know, drunk and spilling the tea. He's like, yeah, they used to, every, he was like, you get the filmed here, but then every after party they had was here. And I was like, really? I was like, tell me some of that. And he like, didn't know anyone's names except for Michael Patrick King, who I don't even think he knew who he was talking about, but he, told me how much they paid. And I was like, okay, wow. But also I, I wanted some stories. He was not spilling. Regardless, it's a very cute spot. If you're looking for a good, good martini, good Cosmo. They always have like cute Australian bartenders and stuff. It's fun. It's fun. Um, wow. The end of our road. I watched the finale and, you know, wasn't, um, well, you'll hear, you'll hear what I think about it. And I wanted to get Jake. I kind of always thought maybe I'll close it out with Jake just because he started it. We had such a blast talking the first two episodes and he brings such a positive spin to it because he's a baby fan. He's just watched the series, um, for the first time. And that kind of love though, I will say I went back, I watched, um, the end of, well, I guess not the full end of the series, like the third to last episode and most of the second to last episode. And I am just like blown away at the, the power, the confidence, the, that Sex and the City is the most special show ever created. Like it is unique in a category of its own. It is everything. Like I am, I just hadn't watched it in a minute. And I was like, Jesus Christ, fuck, this is the greatest show on earth. And not without its flaws, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it just made me 
grateful for the series as I'm literally watching the show to write a scathing review, <laughs> whatever. It wasn't scathing, but I did write something for Gawker. If you want to read that, it's called Whatever Happened to Fun, because that's what I was feeling. I felt there was, the levity had left us of the show. And it, yeah, just watching back, I was like, Jesus, this was, you know, you can't touch what the show was. And but therefore, the disappointment is unavoidable and whatever. And I think that at the end of this all, I, yeah, that's just what I feel. I'm glad that it happened. I am very glad that we got the show and I will miss it desperately. So, Jake Cornell coming back to the pod for the last episode and it's very fun. It's a fun conversation. I'm sorry I'm so hungover and brain dead. God, sorry. <sighs> I'm getting food delivered in a second. Thank God. But I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoyed the whole thing. Thank you for listening to this whole journey. It was a blast. I really just love talking about television. I absolutely fucking love it. So you can expect some more of that coming up and you know just other fun shit going on in the city so stay tuned thank you for listening i love you so much Mwah. gorgeous how are you feeling i'm gorgeous bad jake i'm feeling I'm... bad <laughs> i think i'm gonna order five guys in a minute oh that sounds good yeah i did not uh did not sleep very much. Not at all. No, I did. I did. I did. I just like. How late were you guys at the Lady Fact show? You know, I'm not sure. <laughs> Little Kim went on at like I don't like two thirty or something. So it, like probably four or five. I don't know. Okay, not that's not too bad. It wasn't too bad. But thank you for coming. Oh my god! Of course, it was so I fun. Such a good time. Um, it was such a good party. Thanks. It was really, you got there after everyone watched it, but I feel the vibe was like, eh, okay, which like uh, one of the many reasons I wanted to have you back on to close it out was you texted me first thing in the morning. I loved it. Fantastic. And I was yeah. like, okay, good. No matter what I think about it, Jake's going to be positive. Yes. And I, I almost, I want you to like convince me that this was a good finale i don't think it was bad i don't think it was bad i think it was so, like, eh. yeah so caveat it with this i love the show like i do just I love it i do like too that. i do too and i feel like now i've gotten into this like critical space with it but i do want to make it clear to our gorgeous gorgeous audience that i i love it and i'll watch yeah. it every day until i die i adore this show no tv show is perfect and Shows that exist at this caliber where it's like, and I guess by caliber, I mean, it's like, it is like the center of a cultural conversation and it is like so intense. Do you know what I mean? It it's is, like, yeah. it's going to be heavily critiqued. It's going to be, and it has a lot to talk about and it has a lot to do. And so it's like, it's not going to, not every single aspect of it is going to be absolutely perfect. But I think that this show, I genuinely enjoy watching it every week. Some episodes are better than others, which is true of every show. I, gen I genuinely enjoy watching it every week. And I enjoy talking about it. And I really think that's all you can ask I for in a TV show is, too. do yes. you enjoy watching it? And do you enjoy talking Good about it with about your it. friends? And check, check. Yes. Check, big checks. There's no question. There's yeah. no fucking question. Yeah. And 
the old show was like that too. Like, I think if you watch the show every week, like, which I don't think is either of our experience having, you know, neither of us were watching it in real time on HBO in the nineties. It's different. The scrutiny of one episode that you get a week, like well, more sold out to you. With time. What I was thinking 100%. this week is I was like, right now we're like, oh my God. But like, okay. Imagine in 15 or 20 years when they're like, oh my God. And they talk about COVID so much. And like, you know, then it's like yeah, of kind course. of historical like relic of sorts, the way the old show was. So I think, yeah, like it is fascinating. I've really been deep diving into the you know depths of my mind like imagining like okay like what was it actually like when yeah. the city aired itself and whatever yeah and exactly. obviously this is a tougher job than even regular sex in the city because we're already obsessed with these characters and have it has to it has to make changes to be modernized it has to like right. answer for the problems it had originally yeah there's it's a huge order and i think it's doing a good job it's i the finale for me gave me everything i wanted Okay. Um, in that, I mean, like, in that, I mean, I laughed and I cried and I, it was, and like, there were perfect, like, little ridiculous moments. You know what I mean? Watching Charlotte, Charlotte get the mitzvah, I'm down. Watching, you know what I mean? Like, it had, it had every little I moment. I did laugh. I, the yeah, they, I mean, I'm. The they mitzvah actually probably was, like, ultimately a highlight for me. Like, loved the Hari they, Nef. Hari Neff okay. crushed. Yes. Hari Neff crushed when she was eating the challah and she was like, this is delicious. I was laughing out loud at Hari Neff. Like, totally. she was fucking funny in it. Totally. Um, and I'm not saying that as a surprise. I think Hari Neff is a great actress, but like, she just killed that role. Yeah, she did. And like, I, yeah. So like, and I thought the, I thought the Paris moment was great. Like the derangement of Carrie taking the ashes and putting them in an Eiffel Tower well, bag. Well, hold That's on. Crazy. Okay. I, this is the thing. Let me just the start of the episode with Carrie. First of all, first of all, when you're telling breakup stories on the podcast and you don't bring up the fucking post-it thing. Wait, that's such a good point. My friend also called that out. That didn't even trigger to me because the show has just been so focused so, on her death that that didn't even occur to me. But then my, my best friend David was like, how was her breakup story not burger? And I was like, oh, that's insane so and like that's what i mean just like give us a little give us a little crumb you know what i mean you know what like, it should have been she should have been like oh babe i've been broken up with a post-it note left at the altar and yeah. widowed. boom like, boom, those, boom and like yeah, we boom, know boom, these boom. stories like let us in on the yeah phone. that like, was a missed opportunity i agree that totally. was a missed opportunity so i think uh, i was like at the top just kind of like and then we see like the burger guy and i'm like wait Ew. thank you for saying that wait have you said i haven't talked about this out loud but like the guy she's dating looks so much like burger yeah and like giving burger vibes kind of and like I don't wait know. are you anti him i really like him i don't like him Tell the me teacher why you don't like him. no gross are you serious i thought that was like i don't know maybe he well, I'll say this. He's too wholesome for Carrie. There's no way that oh, Carrie is ever going to be was, attracted to I don't him. think that she's going to marry... I don't think she was ever going to fuck him. I don't think she was ever going to end up with him. But I thought it was a really... I said to Nate when we were watching it, I was like, I really enjoyed this plot line of two people who were going through grief kind of like right. holding each other's hands through it. I thought it was really nice. And I liked that he wasn't revealed to be a bad guy. He wasn't revealed... It was just like, yeah, this is what it is. And then, of course, at the end she jumps the bones of the hot guy that it's a little more salacious. Like, that is Carrie. Like, that was correct. Her hooking up with the producer at the end was correct. That Which was... was called out by one David Odyssey. On the Did he catch podcast. it? Oh, yeah. Uh, weeks good boy. and weeks ago. Weeks That's ago. impressive to me. That's really me impressive too. to me. Me too. And even when he said it, I was like, huh, you're right. Like, he is unnecessarily hot. 
It's that's so, wish, he's so acute. God, I know, that's so good. I know he's so so tuned in. I could I would have liked maybe that dragged out a little bit in like a previous episode, like little hints. It felt that it kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. I don't know. I I was caught off guard by it, but I wasn't mad by it. Yeah, me either. No, I liked it ultimately. Yeah. I think that like that guy makes sense. He's hot. And obviously, the standout for me is her going full force. I'm Carrie Bradshaw, and this is Sex in the City. So that Are was you unbelievable. Fucking kidding me! <laughs> so that Are was you unbelievable. Fucking kidding me! That was when I got teary. Yeah, like, I that's cried. the only part I really cried in. Okay, so I cried when Samantha texted back to House Tomorrow. That got me. I cried at that. Okay. Her getting drinks with Samantha in London. I thought it was a really nice way to bring her back into the show without without having um kim like i thought it was a nice way to be like oh yeah like we don't need to see it and we know they're gonna get a drink right. and it's baby steps and i thought it was i just it made me cry i really of liked course. i of really course. liked that moment um and i all wait can i make something controversial because obviously like the rumor is that not even a rumor it's like confirmed the original version was that she was going to see like some version of big on the bridge an yeah. hallucination his ghost a memory of him like whatever and I actually think I prefer her texting Sam and getting a drink with Sam. And I'm not saying that that happened in place of that. Like maybe both happened in the original cut and they just yeah. cut the big part out. But I actually kind of love that it was truly just like, no, Big's dead and I'm moving on and it's on to the next thing. Like I actually thought it was more closure for her to not see him. You know what I mean? It was like, and I, I, I kind of liked it. I did feel like... It was so short and she says nothing. And to me, that made it very obvious that like there's a chunk missing, you know, and that's this is the only thing that annoyed me about that. I don't need to see big. I don't miss big. None of it. But like, I'm just kind of pissed that like we get robbed a little bit. Of whatever she was going to say. Narrative yeah. Because some guy is a fucking rapist. Like, why do we keep getting... Yeah, like, no. And it's honest. not even the show's fault. It's just like, it fucking exactly. sucks that these it's men do this. And I agree with that. Fault. It's only his fault. And I totally agree with that. I guess the I didn't feel the narrative jump as much as you did. And I think maybe that's just like, I don't know. Like, I didn't sense it as much sure. as you did. But I, mean, I don't disagree that it, there was, I'm sure there was dialogue there. I liked the light thing. I kind of liked the the conversation with Big's brother, which I meant to look up. We've never Wait. seen him before, right? Wait, I actually was going to ask you that because you're like my Sex and the City encyclopedia. I was yeah, like, he's never. I was I'm, like, was he in the original series? And I don't think he was. No. Wait, here's what we need to talk about. What? I'm just curious what your opinions are. How do you feel about Miranda not going to Paris because of Che? This is, it was giving me flashbacks of Carrie going to Paris. Like, I'm surprised there wasn't even like a conversation or a note of that because it was kind of like the exact shit that when she went with Petrovsky. Miranda was giving Carrie no at the end of this the first series I just rewatched I watched yeah, when she went with Petrovsky right exactly and yeah, so yeah. it's you know you're living in a fantasy you know like yes. for Carrie to like not throw that in her face kind of amazing yeah I mean that, like, it was big of her I guess I was just like really kind of I have I'm just kind of like shocked by how differently I feel about all the characters at the end of this season than I did at the end of the series. Well, like, it's a different tone. Like, that's what I think about that choice when Carrie's like, oh, no, it was presumptuous of me. It's like, oh, yeah, we're not, like, 
the girls anymore. Like we all have our own lives and it's, it feels like not less of a closeness maybe because they're still like having these open and really like frank and honest conversations. There's that, but it's like, it's almost like, Oh, we've graduated or something like, well, I think it's like maybe maybe when you've been, yeah, maybe when you've had friends for 30 years, it's kind of like you've gone through enough that it's like even the big things, it's like, okay, like I don't have to be there for that. I don't know. Like maybe I just, I'm very kind of, I'm kind of like, I'm fascinated by, well, I'm, I'm sure we're both in agreement. I, I chemically, medically need a season two. Dying yeah. for a season two. Yeah. And I'm just, I need to see where are we going with Miranda? I really don't know the answer to that question because I think, and I don't know that you'll agree with me on this. For me and just like that, Charlotte was kind of the standout. I was thought she was so mm. funny in multiple episodes. She had plot lines I thought were really fun. I thought she was a lot of like, she was great low stakes tension. You know what I mean? It was like really, it wasn't these intense big problems that Miranda was dealing with or Carrie was dealing with. It was like really fun, like social dynamic stuff that I thought was, and then obviously like, Obviously, the stuff with Rock, I guess, was real, but it's like Charlotte was never going to like disown Rock for being trans or non-binary. Like we knew that, like she's not that kind of person. So it was like even that felt somewhat low stakes. And I thought it was just really nice. Like I love Charlotte's plot lines, and I thought it really showcased Kristen Davis as a comedic actress. I thought she did some really funny stuff, which I is what I felt. I felt like, and the Miranda plot line, like I don't know what I think of Miranda as a person at the end of this season. I'm like, I Mm -hmm. think significantly less of Miranda as a person than I did at the end of Sex and the City. And that's okay. Like, characters are meant to be flawed. It makes good TV. But I'm just kind of jarred by that because I something I always fucking loved about the first Like, I mean, I've talked about this on the show before. My two favorite episodes, Miranda's Wedding, when Kim finds out she's sick, and Miranda's Mother's Funeral. Those are my two favorite episodes of Sex and the City. Are you serious? Okay, Miranda's Mother's Funeral, I agree. The wedding, yes. Okay, I guess I view... The wedding for me, just specifically the moment of them not wanting to tell Miranda on her wedding day and then her being like, no, fuck <laughs> okay. that. You're my friends. What is wrong? Tell me now. And she's like, "We, have, I have cancer. Like, I don't know. I those... do do that, but like, also I'm kind of like, that's so Miranda to just kind of be like, oh my God, of course, nothing about me. Like, she's so secondary character sometimes. And like... I oh yeah to me it read more of like fr- this friendship of means more to me than anything friendship. than it was of yeah of course of course i'm a bitch no but like <laughs> no i'm a huge bitch and i guess i find miranda more interesting in this state like i think oh the that's I, it's interesting your life is kind of like i'm not saying it's like cool but i'm kind of like no it makes for good tv i'm kind I of mean, like go off even what is in, every like, article about the show after every episode? It's about Che Diaz and Miranda, like every single week. That's it what, is... to me, that is the absolute standout. Charlotte was, to, honestly, to me, like a bit predictable and boring, kind of. And I was just kind of like, that's not a part of New York that I'm really interested in, is like this, like, school mom, whatever. I'm sure, sure for some people, sure, that sure, was, sure. like, really fun. Even I the hear that. fun stuff, I was not, like... Oh my god, this is hilarious! I don't know. I think that Kristen Davis, the Chekhov's is white jumpsuit just... of just knowing she was going to get her period in that white jumpsuit was really fun for me. I was yeah. like, "When's it going to happen?" Every time sure. she turned around, I was like, "Is there blood?" It was really funny. <laughs> totally, and like, I don't think it's on Kristen Davis at all. I think like any of the comedy stuff that didn't hit is more like directorial and maybe even like editing. Uh huh. Um, but for me, like Miranda's definitely the standout, and I think that like, I don't know. I kind of like the normalizing in some sense of like 
blowing up your life if you're not happy in your marriage. <laughs> and like no, maybe it's gonna bite a hundred percent. I guess I just don't. There's like we've left Steve kind of in this really bizarre space, and sure. also like Brady as well. Like I'm just like she's really blowing her life up I in this way. I do wish that there was a little bit more like friction or even well, like exploration more... of like a middle ground or something. Well, like... I guess that's what I'm saying. Is like what I'm surprised. I think why I think less of Miranda as a person right now is because like she's in this state of like what almost seems like mania because it's like blow up your life if you're unhappy i totally get that like if you're unhappy i'm not saying you should stay in that situation by any fucking means but like she doesn't seem she has not really shown awareness of the fact that she's also blowing up steve's life but i don't think you do that i think that's realistic like she is fucking like absolutely come happy crazy googly-eyed like no i know i guess see that so I like that they're doing it that way, but I get it. No, and I think that's. Carrie's I think I'm kind excited for season two where eventually it has to crash, right? Like, well, is, and I is that... thought, I thought it. Well, was we all happening. thought Cincinnati. We all thought it was happening in Cincinnati. Well, no, I oh. thought when Chase started singing and they're doing the California thing, and I was kind of like prepped and ready to be like, "Oh my god, the joke's been on us the whole time. Che has been an asshole." We've seen it, but they're finally going to, like, show their true colors. I thought Che was breaking up with Miranda to go to California by song. And I was like, this is fucking genius. I was like, I am ready for this crash. And, like, yeah, I think we're we're all waiting for that. Yeah, I think we're all waiting for that crash. And I think that's what's kind of crazy is I'm like, in season two, like, it it has to crash simply because, like, I just need to see Miranda when she lands from all of this. Like, is she going to rebuild her life? Like, is she going to totally rebuild a new life? Does she, like, what is... Well, how about this? How about it does crash. Carrie invites them to Paris. And it's healing from big. Miranda, I fucked up my life. Charlotte there for, you know, to balance out and make things a little fun. And then we all go meet Samantha on the bridge. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that is okay we've completed a full journey i but i don't hate an open-ended like now we're dying to see but it was like kind of like very like everything's wrapped up with a bow a bit where i don't know i feel like there's a lot left open or it's open but like within the episode like no one is in a state of there's no cliffhanger really there's like a, a, a far off cliffhanger you know what i mean yeah I mean, I want to see, and I also, I, I have to say, I love the new characters. I really like Naya sure. and and um, Seema. I'm Ooh, obsessed with Seema. I love the Seema. The brutal internship scene with Naya. Well, that was also where I'm like, what's going on with Moran? Like, it's like, it's interesting because I feel like the show is showing us really clearly, like, she is fucking over other people to blow up her life. And, yeah. like, they're showing that the other people kind of, like, looking at her being like, wow, it didn't even occur to you that this also affects me. You know what I mean? Like, every, every well, actor is kind of showing that, but they haven't, like, had the, like, reverb of that yet. And I'm so excited that, to see that. And we don't see them talking shit about anyone behind their back, which I feel like they did in the show, in the first show, a lot. Yeah, like, totally. Where, you know... What do you one day wake up a lesbian? You know what I mean? Like they like would discuss the other characters behind their backs for us, yeah, a lot. And like 
there's no talking and there's no phone calls really like with each other which unfortunately that's actually that's another like but that's another like i think sign of the times where it's like correct it's like yeah everyone was on the phone in the 90s but everyone texts now and no one wants to watch texting on tv so it's like Mm. you do kind of have to pivot that a little bit that's i hope i'm kind of hoping i want them to kind of bring everyone in a little bit and i would love to see like Seema like right now it's very much like each person has their own other person I'm not saying we have to become like one big six person friend group but I do we're I wanted to see like when everyone was at that painting thing I I was like oh cool like maybe Seema is gonna meet LTW and like we can kind of start to get people to like interact and then I think we could get a little bit more of that next season of like the overlap of like because I also would be interesting to see like like I don't know like it would be interesting to see like Seema and and um, Miranda interact like they feel very different to me and it's like the kind of thing where it's like they're all so different like seeing Naya and LTW together hilarious like yeah those exactly. are two extremely different women and like you know they made it really cute you know yeah exactly day, blah 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 but and like the build-up I think was good for that because like we do know them as characters so it makes it like funnier to totally. like, see them but yeah I think like, I there still... has to be a little more synergy with them yeah I will still say the greatest mystery of all to me of this whole season is I still don't understand the Miranda alcoholism plot line because it was only four episodes and it's now it's just gone. Now she just drinks water. I mean, how many plots were completely dropped? (laughs) It's just that one. I'm like, I I just was like, it it, it was, I almost wonder if they sensed what we were like, Hey, this kind of muddies the thing of her, like blowing up her life because of her sexuality. And I feel like they kind of just dropped it, which is like fine. You know what I mean? It's like, um, I, I think it, I'm glad they, I'm glad they kind of dropped it. And I, and also maybe they kind of were it maybe it's kind of cool that they had representation for like someone being like I need to stop drinking and then they kind of just did like maybe not That's showing true. that like not everyone's may, not everyone who develops a drinking problem is it this horrible hard thing and for many right. people it is but like maybe for some people it's a little bit more just like oh I need to stop drinking and then they do you know <laughs> Yeah I think that it doesn't have to be a lifetime movie and no. while it feels very abrupt I'm kind of glad that there wasn't more time wasted I mean a conversation would make sense even between yeah. her and Jay, you know. Totally. But I don't know. It's, it is bizarre with Miranda. We've not seen her in this state. And I think that's why I'm kind of like here for it and on board. And like, I think the series would have been very boring had they not had that storyline going. No, I'm, gl- I'm thankful for the storyline for sure. I just am like, still, I need more. I need a little bit more resolution. And I want it. I have questions. I want how the girls feel about Che. I want to hear like Carrie and Charlotte kind of go off and kind of be like, well, they're kind of, a narcissist or they're kind of insane I right? sort of just like, had wait I just like literally got lightheaded because I realized that Che is the big event just like that like Che is gonna be the big event just like that like the entire ooh. series is gonna, like, I just realized like did you just I just realized that like Che is the big event just like that maybe but they're not positioning them that way yet like I wish that they would make them a huge asshole like I read some kind of interview where I meant like the, the big in the sense like, that it's like it's the big love interest that was introduced in season yes, in, one and everything's like, gonna be compared to Che and everything. Totally. It's gonna be totally central. That. And but like that's that really crazy. Che has been so uncharacteristically good to Miranda. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like it would thing. be a little bit richer if it was kind of like if we got the Cleveland moment or Cincinnati moment or whatever. If we got the, um, you know, maybe like a little bit more pushback that on Miranda's feelings. It wasn't I love you. It was, you know, I still want to see other people, but I love you or something like that. Like there's really no tension built out of it no i totally an immediate functioning relationship and that to me is very not big that's the only reason i say that no i totally yeah i didn't mean like the characters i like that i like that jay is the bigger (laughs) just like that yeah it's kind of wild to think about it in those terms i agree it is interesting how kind of like every single person i know who's watching this is of the belief that there's literally no way that at their core che isn't an asshole like Every, right. Oh, eventually it has to be revealed that Che is bad because there's no way that they're not. And it's funny because it's like the show has just not actually shown that to I'm be I'm like, true do yet. they realize it though? Are they like... Well, I think it's maybe it's it? a New Yorker thing where it's like, hey, we just have to let you know that like as New Yorkers who deal with comedians and people who like act this way, like there's no way they are also like evolved and healthy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's why I was like, when I saw that coming, like the singing, I was like, this is accurate this is what a fucked up idiot comedian would do you know like especially if they like i was really excited to see this conversation of like her like miranda just being blindsided and then also broken up with in a musical i know and it's just like she's <laughs> I, cur- I know genius. it would have been genius it really would have been it's just wild that she's like fully giving up on like becoming a human rights lawyer to be what like chase road manager well <laughs> like, Liz, literally literally go back and watch the third to last episode and the conversation outside of lexi Fylerson's funeral where miranda is like you quit like Carrie's literally left her column to go to Paris and Miranda is having the same conversation. What are you going to do? Like, what is like, I get that. It's a different situation. I guess they don't have to like beat us over the head with the similarities. Um, I do somewhat like seeing this side of Miranda, I think only because work has been, first for her forever so i think like yeah it's a good departure in a sense where it's like sure go fuck off and like you know sit in a sitcom audience or whatever i mean i think that like the reality of it like what happened to carrie will be very different or that's what we would expect but they're not really doing what at least i have expected with the miranda che situation so maybe miranda will be super happy in la yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't know what's going to happen, and I am interested to see. Yeah. Yeah. Also, ju- Carrie just looked so good in every scene of this episode. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been obsessed the with... high ponies. Yeah, everything. The... She's looked amazing the entire time. I think she's looked amazing the entire time. There's been very few looks I haven't adored of hers this whole um, season. Someone at the party last night was like, ooh, shade. Carrie wearing a dress with roses on it to rocks the mitzvah which i thought was kind of like 
funny. Oh, because Rock's birth name was Rose? Yeah. Oh, my God. That didn't even... I bet no one clocked that. Listen, it was a bunch of freaks last night. Everyone. <laughs> it was really... That's the so funny. Yeah. I was like, wow. Good clock. Um, I don't remember who said it, but I thought that was very funny. And I think that the... Oh, my God. The orange dress... Um, the orange dress was so I'm stunning. blinking. Someone just told me about Sorry, I am so fucking brain dead. I'm devastated that my last episode is me laying in bed um, <laughs> dreaming of the burger that I'm about to eat. Um, <laughs> I also wrote a note. You will laugh again. Not in this show, which is very bitchy of me in my notes. I don't know which. <laughs> oh, probably in the podcast at the end. I'm like... I do like the pivot to, especially if we're not getting narration, it only makes sense for Carrie to be a full-blown podcaster down in the slums like the rest of us. I really wish they would bring back the narration. It's just, I love it so much. Hugely missed. Hugely missed. I do miss that so much. But if I get that it's a different show, but I still think it could be a different show with the narration i do just love the narration but i still enjoy the show without it so i guess it's fine i agree i agree i just think like i hope that and i don't think this will be the case but i hope that they kind of revisit like some formatting ideas i also was like really kind of looking like at least two or three of the writers were writers on the regular show but this is how i'm feeling like it is just unfortunately boring people writing what they know New York to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that makes it less fun. Like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like, they, they maybe need to hire some writers outside the bubble of, like, where they exist. So exactly. that they, those what they write that happens outside of that bubble can feel a little bit more real. And, like, Michael Patrick King being so about, oh, my God, wait, did you tell me? We got to talk about the, um, oh, my God, it was... George. Oh my god, am I allowed to say it? <sighs> wait, text it to me. Wait, just text it to me. I'm just going to say it. I already, I've gone too far. Supposedly there is a Zoom that happens after each episode with people who are no longer involved <laughs> in the show. Stop. And they, and they get on a Zoom and they talk about the show. Let me see. George was going to I don't know if I should, whatever. Um, there was going to be maybe a blind item about it today. That's insane. Isn't that the funniest thing? Okay, I don't see it. But do you think it was really Mr. Big in that lamp? (laughs) Gawker is the best. I liked the lamp thing. I thought that was really fun. Oh, the lamp thing was great. I loved the lamp thing. Um, uh, hilarious. Yeah, I am obsessed with, I want to watch the show of those four people watching the show and love it. And here's the thing. I always want, like, I know that sounded mean spirited, but like, obviously everyone who's even been talking shit about this show is dying for the next season. Well, that's the thing. It's like a show that exists like this. It's like, it's like bad shows don't get watched. Do you know what I mean? Bad Fair. show. No one watches a bad show. Fair. And then it gets canceled for the most part, for the most part. There are obviously exceptions and caveats to that. But like everyone's watching it and everyone's talking about it. And I think that people 
like it is easy because they are like incredibly wealthy people making this show that are incredibly iconic and they will never not be it's like an easy jab to just fucking shit on this show and i'm like <laughs> i'm like yeah. i watch it every week and i love it and i don't like and I don't feel a, a need to like, I mean, have I, there's a couple episodes where I was like, oh, I didn't love that. Or I like wish they had changed that. Or like, I don't understand that. Or I don't think this was funny. But like, that's true of literally every show I've ever seen that there's not ever. Of it's course. Not, you know, so it's like, I'm pretty happy with the show overall. And I am not saying that like everyone who says the show is bad or just has critiques of the show is like wrong. It's just, that's not how I feel. I know. And I felt really bad a little bit when Sarah Jessica Parker was like, we made the, best show we could and we did our best and I was kind of like Ugh, don't guilt me I don't need your sympathy Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> I still want to like honestly I want to get that tattooed I don't need your sympathy at Sarah Jessica Parker like <sighs> probably will <laughs> I'll like dare someone to do it and then end up doing it myself I that oh was my, my favorite thing that's ever happened I do like um want to see more of the SEMA direction and I hope that like with SEMA like dating this hot club guy who's in everything that guy books that guy books so hot I mean I love SEMA I really enjoy her I think it would be really fun to see what happens when someone who has been single their entire life finally shacks up with someone in their 50s I imagine that's actually really hard like I think that would be an interesting story to tell I like I'm excited to see more of her. Like, I mean, all of the LTW, I mean, LT or all of the characters' plotlines. I don't know that LTW has like a, a, a conflict right now. Like, obviously, like, Nia's dealing with. Um... They had the one episode where she and her husband were fighting and Charlotte and Harry. And were Harry fighting. were also fighting. Yeah. But that's her, that's her struggle. Oh, the mother in law, the mother in law. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was a good episode. Mother in law is a bitch. Yeah. But that's like. That's fine. Hers are very, and this is what I feel about Charlotte too. Or I guess no, Charlotte's problems <coughs> are a little bit heavier with the non-binary stuff. I did love. Oh my god, I don't want to be anything. I don't want to be a boy, girl, even a New Yorker. No, what? <laughs> oh my god, absolutely, just crushed me. It was so cute. Um, it was like I'm not gonna lie, like this is just my person. I was like, Rock, just do the fucking bar mitzvah. They sent oh, so course. much money. I was so annoyed with that. Oh I was my like, god! I was like, I was like, Rock, it's not a big deal. Just that do was a hundred thousand dollar. They mitzvah, Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking made them go on the stage. Of course, I did. The Charlotte moment though is incredible. But I feel like Charlotte functions to give us, you know, the relatable problems. Yeah. The relatable conflict. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit of like the Charlotte. Maybe that's also why I loved it so much. Is like the Charlotte plotline sometimes felt like coming up for air. You know what I mean? It's like mm. the chase stuff would get really intense, where it's like, whoa, like Miranda's like blowing her life up, and then like obviously Carrie's dealing with grief, and so then it's fun when it's like, you know, like like Charlotte realizes that they're the only white people at a party. Like that's fun. Like it, it was like always like the lighter plotline, and I kind of enjoyed that. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, we fucking did it. We fucking did it. And yeah, you are on vacation till season two. I know. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess the pod ends here. That's how good. No, just kidding. I'm totally <laughs> talking about everything. I've been watching Pam and Tommy now. I think that'll probably I'm gonna, be I'm gonna start it. Next. There's only one episode out, right? There's three. Fuck. Okay, I need to catch up. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'm obsessed. I'm gonna be obsessed. I know I am. Yeah, it's. It's crazy. 
it's, oh. a, it's a little darker than I anticipated, kind of. Or, like, I don't know. It, like, gives me a little, like, mm, but I also, like, love it. I, like, ugh, I think it's, like, the most romantic thing in the world. I literally, like, got home you would. Night, like, blackout. And I was just, like, smiling, watching them, like, take ecstasy in Mexico. I was, like, I love this. <laughs> Such a fucking freak. Ugh. Well, go get your beard trimmed. Yes, I I'm very excited. appreciate you. Enjoy your burger. You I hope were, it heals you. You were three-time guest. I know. I'm, I'm so honored. Thank this you so is, much for having me. Oh, my God. You were absolutely instrumental. It was so much fun. And I just think back to, like, when it first started and how insane everything was. I, You were coming over to Frank's apartment to record because I couldn't even be at my apartment because my roommate had co- – like, it was – covid mania and this was like the true that is something also that we should take into account it was oh my god madness it was like holidays it was everything and this was truly like a joy of my life yes one thousand percent the same i feel the exact same every week i was excited i couldn't wait to talk about it it was it was a fabulous journey what are you doing tonight Great question. I don't know. I've been in this weird schedule of like going out on Thursday, like chill Friday, and then going out Saturday. Okay, that's not. I bad. don't know. Yeah. What are you doing? Um, watching Drag Race, and then the night is open from there. Okay. Yeah. We'll be in touch. But I'll be at three dollar bill. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll be. In You're touch. gonna be at three dollar bill. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, it'll be fun. We're gonna hang out, and then I don't know. We'll probably go somewhere after that. Okay, cute. Uh, Gorge. All right, I'll talk to you later, babe. All right, love you, Jake. Love you, too. Feel better. Bye. Bye.